Alright. Welcome to the Armand Hawker Project. This is your host, uh, Armand Hawker. Uh, sad news, of course. Uh, John Witherspoon has passed away. He has left us with nothing but jokes. Nothing but quotes from him and his movies. Uh, I think the first time I saw John Witherspoon in a movie, it was... Uh, let me look this up. I want to say it was Talking Dirty After Dark, but I don't know. But I do remember him as a youngster. I do remember him in Boomerang. That was that was the first time I, I saw him for sure, and I was like, "This dude is uh, this dude is crazy." Let me look this guy on IMDb. Uh, but that was the first time that um that I saw him and just knew, and I, I didn't know was it supposed to be funny, but. I don't know how old I was, but the dude was pretty funny, man. We're gonna miss him. I do wish that they um they did uh that last Friday. Um, yeah, he was supposed to be in it. But my man did what he worked until the day he died. He uh, in theory, right? He did what he wanted to do. He did stand up comedy, so you know he um he just he lived his life. And I'm glad, I'm glad I got to experience, um, I'm, I'm glad I got to experience him because he was, again, he was, dude was hysterical. I don't remember seeing him in anything that wasn't, it wasn't absolutely funny. I'm trying to find Meteor Man, yeah. Um, five Heartbeats? Yeah, I'm going to watch that one again. Oh yeah, House Party. <laughs> I'm calling the police. Yeah, man, that dude, Hollywood Shuffle. Maybe he wasn't in Talking Dirty After Dark. I know Martin was in that. But anyway, yeah, John Witherspoon, man. It's sad to see um, sad to see him go. He was uh, 70-something. He's pretty young. I mean, young, old, whatever. 77, they got him as. I don't know, man. That's like right around the corner, right? Um, But, yeah. John Witherspoon got a gang of quotables that people are going to be saying, reciting for decades. It's um, I'm glad I, I got to experience him. Uh, glad I got to experience him in all the movies and, and the TV shows. He was on Martin. That was comedy. Um, yeah. Anyway, on a brighter note, uh, it's November. Yep, all month, man. Uh, I decided. So I decided to do something different this month. Um, and let's see, September, what I did, I did almost the same thing, except I, I didn't call it anything. I just did it. And um, what ended up happening was, uh, again, I was going to run three miles. And if you follow me, I was going to run three miles every day and get 90 miles. And what ended up happening was basically I got lazy. I just, I, di- I didn't want to do it and I fell victim to that so that month in September I think I ended up getting 52 total miles so it was still an accomplishment because I never got I never needed I I don't need to run let's be honest I don't and to speak frankly I can't stand running um but um I got 52 miles in and um that was cool because I've never purposely ran 52 miles and I did it in September. And um, 
I started again in October, but it just I didn't have the same drive because I think what I know I know what I did was I ran those miles, I failed, I didn't get to my ninety, and then um, October I just just felt like shit, so I didn't want to do it. Basically, uh, basically pouting like a kid. I ran maybe three times, and uh, I just wasn't into it. Uh, so then this time around, I think October, September, October 31st, I said, well, look, man, let me just, I need to go at it again. Because I did 52. There's no reason for me to run 52 miles in one month, but I did it. So I took that and almost used it as, as a little bit of drive, but more so as reason to say, well, I've already ran 52. I can do 53 now. Like, because you know, once you, it's like a, it's like once you hit certain not milestones, but once you hit certain things in your life, to to pass that is nothing now, you know what I mean? It's like when um, you know when people when people are adults and they um, they end up uh, I don't know they just had a rough childhood or something, and so they're like, well, man, I eat, I eat ramen noodles all week because when I was a kid I did it. It's like that kind of thing where you look at it. Where I looked at it and I said, well, I did 52 miles in uh, September. In October, I completely tricked off. I didn't. I I barely ran. I think I saw. I, th- I think I ran three times. Um, and then uh, so I decided November is the, November is the time. Plus, I mean, man, we about to about to eat good. About to have all the the sweet potato pie, the the stuffing, the turkey, the ham, all the giblets, uh, cranberry sauce. Did I mention pie? The cakes, the leftovers, but you got to get ahead of it. So, you you know what I'm saying? You might as well run, run it out. But um, uh, the real reason I did uh, Govember is just because, I mean, some people need it. Some people need to be told or need to be shown that, you know, you can, you need to move. You should exercise. It's not necessarily about exercise. That's, that's what I'm pushing. But it could be about making yourself better in any way. You know what I mean? If you hold the door open for somebody, if you say thank you, if you walk a mile, like I'll say, uh, you can look, go on my Instagram. I got a few posts about it. It's anything, man. Step challenge, uh, yoga, whatever it is. I just chose running because the longer I'm living here, right? Not here, but the longer I'm living, I'm starting to realize starting to face the fact that most of us don't want to do what we need to do or what we should do to make us better. And it could be every anything from washing the dishes to walking your kid to the bus stop to exercising to eating better. Like we're in a society now where um, if you're sick, you get a pill and then you just stay on the pill and you, you never try to uh, naturally get off of that pill or naturally <clears throat> naturally fix that problem. Um, and I noticed that over the years and it's wild because we're all, we're all conditioned to it. It's like, um, we're almost as conditioned to that as, uh, taking our cell phone everywhere. Uh, just the other day, a guy, um, called me, he says, he asked me for my phone number. So I gave it to him. So he called it and he says, uh, he said, that's the wrong number. I said, what are you talking about? He says, your phone's not ringing. I said, my phone's in the car. Like I don't need to have my phone all the time. We're just as conditioned to that. Just we have to have our phone. You know, we have to. We're just as conditioned to not to, to go. How do I say? It? We're, we're conditioned to. I guess be simple. 
You're sick, doctor gives you a pill. You keep doing the thing that got you sick, knowing that just stop eating fried food or go for a walk or literally just eat one salad per day. Just a nice big bowl of uh, nothing man-made, right? No, No iceberg lettuce and broccoli, but whatever, right? But just eat that before you eat your main meal. And your main meal should most likely be um, uh, red meat and vegetables or something, maybe some starch. But we're so conditioned to just take the pill, right? Because it's easier. We'd rather do the easy thing. We would rather put off cutting the grass or um, washing clothes, like all the stuff that you know you should just do because it's going to help you right now and benefit you tomorrow or next year or next week. But we're just so conditioned. So that's what that was my perspective on um, on Govember. I said, well, I don't like running. I need to run. And if the byproduct or the outcome somehow is I lose weight, cool. If I get healthier, cool. My, my blood pressure goes down, cool. Um, I inspire somebody else to do something, cool. But I had to take something. I had to take something that I could do that I knew I could do, but it would be a challenge. Remember, um, Jordan Peterson was talking about that. How how to pick a to pick the right type of challenge for a person or to challenge a person, you have to do something. You have to give them something that's attainable but difficult. So, me getting um, let's say eleven minute mile, right? Right now, I don't have that. It's thirteen, twelve minutes, right? But I can get to it if I basically train to it and uh just stay consistent with it you know and that's why i was looking at that's why i picked running because i don't like it but i could benefit so much from it you know what i mean it's 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 just that's just what it is so anyway november 2019 um and i'm posting stuff in the i think the good part for me is that there's a couple people liking liking the posts and everything but nobody's joining in but that's what I talk to. That's what I say. Not every t- not every time I post, but that's one of the things is no matter what you do to benefit yourself, nobody cares. Absolutely no one cares that you did something. So that's why you you have to um you have to really want to do it. And it's you against you. You have to continuously, consistently do these things. And don't worry about it if somebody gives you a pat on the back or asks you about it. You can't you can't let what you do depend on what someone else does. And so many people don't they don't see that. They say it, but nobody wants to do it. You know, so and that's why I like uh, that's why I like doing it. I almost don't want somebody to I almost don't want anybody to post what they did with video or a picture or something because it, it helps me. It's kind of weird. It's like the, it's like, what's that movie? Hurt Locker. It's like, I want to be in that bad spot where I look up every day that I post every week. I go, Oh man, nobody posted. Like, so, cause it lets me be honest with myself. And a lot of people aren't that way. A lot of people want to take the easy way out. They want to do what everybody else is doing, even though they know that that is not going to get them to where they want to be. But, um, yeah, so November 2019, it's just about doing something, man, and uh, that's what I'm doing, and it's cool, man, I'm up to, I think I hit 28, 28 miles this week, 
I mean, it's uh, 28 miles this month. And again, there's no reason for me to run. There's no, no one is telling me, hey, you need to run. I just want to do it because I know, I know for a fact I don't want to run. I don't like to run. But the more I do it, every time that I do it, I feel accomplished because I got, it's like you you have to kind of, um, it's like it's almost like going to the gym, like lifting weights or something. Like it's a little more enjoyable because everything is, um, uh, I guess you see the results now. I know that last week if I squatted 315 uh, for six reps, right, two sets, and then I put 315 on again and it's crazy light, then I'll put 320 on. I'll put 325. But with running, it's not like that. Every now and then, I feel uh, I feel real good, real loose out there, and I'll open my stride up and I can feel it. But that's only for, you know, 730 feet. You know what I mean? It's just like, and then it stops immediately. So, um, but I like the challenge. Why not? You know? So that's what it is. November 2019. Uh, I'm posting on Instagram and Facebook with it every day. Every day. And that's the other thing. It's not doing the things that you don't want to do um, consistently. It almost, it breaks down all these walls. It's like the person that did the one thing and now they're successful at it. Or they did the, they you know, they call back the business and now they got the interview. And then that one choice helps them make all these other choices that benefits them later on. So if I get through, if when I get through this month and I run every day, the worst I'm going to do is 90 miles. And like I said in September, if I get to, if I get close enough to 90, I might do a two a day or one day or whatever, where I run 10, 10, 10, something like that to hit that 100. Cause again, there's no reason for me to, do it so if I can do it more then again it helps me kind of understand that I, I didn't it's wild man because I didn't I don't have to do it and I keep saying I keep repeating myself but that's what I think you need to to get through things to be successful no one needs to do anything you don't have to get out of bed you don't have to buy a bed but to kind of grind through that and understand that I didn't have to do it. Now I'm here. And then it, with the the maybe the problem, right? But what that does now is, man, I got 52 miles. That's the that's the most. That's the longest distance I've ran in one month. One month, 52 miles. Now that's my new low. But it keeps going and going and going, and hopefully, it gets to the point where um, I get. I guess I get so good at running that it's not a challenge anymore. But then I still have to run because that's just another thing, you know, like another, uh, it's another thing I'm adding to my, to my basket of stuff. So, well, I know I can run, well, now I'm up to 10 miles a day. Ugh, I can run 10 miles. Okay. I'll do 10 miles a day. And then now I'll go work out or I did 10 miles a day. I'm going to go to a yoga class or I did 10 miles a day. And it just keeps stacking and stacking and stacking until you get to the point where, you're at this, you're at this hum. And then the, uh, in theory, and then the challenge changes, I'm thinking physical stuff, right? But then the challenge changes where you go, well, now I can read a book or now I can you know, learn about whatever it is. And it just keeps going and going. And the best part about that is if you have 
um, if you have children, if you have, uh, I guess everybody has friends, right? If you have children, you have friends, you start to influence them. And it's not direct. I don't, I don't believe in any of that kind of, I mean, your children more so, right? But like your friends and family, I don't really believe in that. I think if you just do what you do, right? And you start to benefit from it, however it is, you know, you start losing weight, you, you know, you start, um, I don't know, you, you know, get healthy or whatever. I think they see that. And then they want to do that. But the more you do it, the more you uh, benefit yourself. Then, and if they don't, then you guys kind of grow apart, which is good for you. Because, again, if you surround yourself with these people that um, aren't on your same page and you're trying to move forward, you're trying to get better, you're trying to save money, you know, whatever it is, and they're doing the opposite, well, you don't need them anyway. You know, the bad part of it, that if that's family, then it's like, ugh, man, you know, just come over here, do what I'm doing, it's working. But everybody, absolutely everybody tries to find an excuse to not do the thing that they know they should do. That's the problem. Is well, it's not it's not my problem, it's not your problem. But that's the thing. It's like, well, why why don't you save money? Why don't you invest a little bit? Why don't you, you know, Stop dating those kinds of people, whatever it is. Ah, it's easy. <sighs> but yeah, man, November 2019. It's just about it's about getting better, it's doing something. Pressure yourself. It's you, it's you versus you. It's you against you. Every day that I've I've started running again consistently in June, in June 2018, I was just running for time because back then, uh, I basically, I put on a bunch of weight, eating eating like crap. And I said, man, I got to start doing something because the weight room didn't do it for me. Uh, so I said, again, I said, let's run. Oh, man. So I said, let's run. So I was run. I would run for 30 minutes. So I would go lift and then run for 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes. And it'd be oh, slow, man. But um, I ended up getting hurt and stopping, starting back and stopping. And then, then I moved. So I didn't do anything for like two, three weeks. But here comes 2019 and here I am just trying to do something better. But um, I always liked running because I've been running since I think I started running in maybe 2003 when I really started doing it, um, I say forcefully. Like, oh, okay, I'm going to run this week. And I will run that week and then that's it for another seven weeks. But um, I like the way I felt. It made me feel kind of... Uh, it was a good exhaustion. Like I felt refreshed and man, I was tired and I thought, thought it felt great. But now the, um, the older I'm getting, I got kids, a wife and everything. My brother, he's, uh, he's done some marathons. I start to think that everything that I see other people do, what am I doing? That's what I ask myself. What am I doing to make myself and the people around me better? And so I look at it like I'm running, like uh, I run in the morning, I run at night. I almost like well, I ran today. It was um, like forty degrees outside, nice and humid. Man, it was cold out there. It wasn't so cold. I ran in colder weather, but it was cold, man. But some of that, in, in my mind, for whatever reason, some of that bad feeling, some of that being cold, and no one else is out running. Some of that makes me want to go out there. And I was talking to my wife about it, and there's something about running at night when everyone else is nice and warm cozy on their couch in their bed snuggled up 
jam jams on and part of it's procrastination on my part right but i still whether i procrastinate or not i still say well i gotta get out here and i gotta get the miles in i have to and some of that it's a it's a like, like again it's like that hurt locker thing like why do why do i want to be in this spot i know i can succeed right but it's just a, a kind of a messed up place to be just to just to succeed just to get through it and that's how it was when i started running um more so later in my life a lot of it was just getting through it there's no again there's no reason for me to run three miles three and a half miles four miles there isn't but my theory my theory my thought on it was always well let me get through it doesn't matter how slow as long as i finish it and then that's where Again, just like the uh, 52-mile thing, if I finish a mile, two miles, three miles, four miles, if I finish, then I have to go back and then reevaluate and say, well, um, I finished four miles, but my fastest mile was, you know, 13.58, right, per mile. That's the fastest mile. So now I got to make that one, I got to get one better mile. It's faster than that. And then it just keeps going faster than that. Open my stride. Like I have to constantly get better at it until four miles is nothing. Until I'm getting, you know, three miles. Three of those four miles is at 11 minutes. And the next and the last mile, or one of them is 11 minutes and 42 seconds, whatever it is. But um, I feel like that's the eternal battle that everyone should have. You shouldn't just, it, you shouldn't graduate high school and go, that's it. I'm good. You should graduate high school and then, you know, learn a trade or graduate high school. Uh, graduate high school and then go to college, graduate high school. And then and then, OK, once you get a trade, once you go to college, you get to you get this basically in both spots. You get this paper that says uh, I'm smart enough to do this stuff. And that's the next thing. OK, how can I how can I top that? And you just keep going. But I, I think. I think people are so used to just getting comfortable. Like, just, I've accomplished this, so now I'm good. I don't need to do anything else. I used to think that way for a long time. And then it just doesn't make sense because you have to look at it. And no matter what you say, you get into some elite, whatever position, job, or whatever. And now you're in this new group of people. And now you're really, you're kind of normal around them. You're still, a, you, you know it, not elite, right? But you're in a better position and you know it, right? But you got to go, well, what, what makes me different? I get that way with, uh, I get that way with, um, oh man, I just forgot what I was thinking. I forgot what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, Man, I'm up and reading comments on that on Instagram. Um, you, you I just think you have to you have to constantly get better. You know what I mean? Oh, that's what I was saying. Um, I'm like that now when it comes to um if everybody's doing something, right? And it's not a lot of things I'm involved with, but if everybody's doing something, I don't want to do that thing anymore. Because there's too many people doing it. And the way I look at it is I already hit that mark. I'm already, you know, I've already ran 52 miles. I already ran or did something. Now everybody's doing it. 
ah, I'm gonna go over here and do this thing. And that thing, the thing that I did that now everyone's doing, it's in my book. It's in I got a check in the box on that. But uh, that's just how I've always been. It's weird that way. I've never been. I've never been impressed with people, and I've never been um, one to kind of stay with the group. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just a weird thing that I have going on. But yeah, yeah, man. That's that's all. That's all. November is about. And hopefully, so my goal is my ultimate goal is 365 miles in a year. So that I looked it, I uh, looked it up. I calculated it. So it was like three and a half miles per day until the 30th of December, I think it was, until the end of the year. Um, but the first goal is 90 miles. But again, if I hit 90, if I'm if I'm on pace, it's like my last week in November, and I'm looking at it. I'm looking at when I work or whatever. I'm going, oh yeah, I'm gonna hit 90. There's a very good chance I'm gonna go for 100. And then I look at that and I say, well, I did 100 or I did 90. There's people that run 100 milers all the time, 50 milers all the time. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to, that's not my goal to run a 100 miler, right? Or a 50 miler. But it's kind of the option of knowing that you could do it. And again, I'm telling you, man, it's, just, it's, those, it's those past accomplishments. It's, that it's like when it's just those past accomplishments you always keep in your back pocket. You always keep them in that in that bucket and you got to reach in there and get them every now and then and lean on those. Knowing because um, for me, like work conditions, um, I look at stuff now and I don't always say it. But <clears throat> for instance, when it's cold outside, um, I know I've been in worse spots. And when it's cold outside and I have to be outside working, I just go, all right, yeah, I've been there before. Like, this is nothing, you know? At least, at least you know, X, Y, and Z isn't happening or whatever. But that, that's, I think you always have to do that. And sometimes people forget. They get spoiled, they get soft, and they just forget that you have to constantly challenge yourself. So then the next thing that comes up, you lean on that last thing, and you lean on something from 12 years ago, and you push through the thing that's happening now. You know, and once you get through it, you go it. It's like if you think about ex-boyfriends and girlfriends, once you get through it, you think, fuck, I spent all that time wasting, you know, trying to figure that out or or thinking about that thing. I should have just, you know, just pushed through it and dealt with it. But I don't know, man. But that's what it is. That's what it is. Go November 2019. Like I said, it's on Instagram and uh, my project Facebook page. Check it out if you want to. If not, guess what? I st- I'm still going to run. I'm still going to do it. Um. Yeah. Uh, so I was talking to my brother. He was asking me about the podcast and everything. He, sees, he saw I wasn't uploading every week or anything. And uh, I guess I've been going through some stuff. I mean, everybody is, right? But he said one thing. A very short topic, right? He said one thing. He said... um. He said, man, the podcast is like the gym, you know? He said, you can go to the gym once a week or once a month or once a year, and you worked out. That's great. But the um, the results that you want aren't going to come if you do it once a week, once a month. He said, you have to constantly, you have to go in there every day, four times a week, whatever it is. He said, basically, he was saying the consistency is 
what brings the result. No matter what that result is, it's that result is better than if you do it once a month and that's it. Because I was um, I was talking to him about it. Uh, he asked me why I haven't uploaded, and I told him I said, well, one, like nobody's really asking for it, you know. And you can you can look at you can look at Twitter, you can look at Facebook. Uh, I guess you can't look at Instagram. I guess you can because there's old there's clips of episodes on there. Nobody's asking me like, yo, when's the next episode? I haven't seen you in a while, and that's where he came with the gym thing because uh, I was kind of and it's 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 against what I believe, but or against what I just said about the running thing, but I was kind of thinking like, well, I'm I'm just doing the podcast for myself, you know what I mean? Got the sponsor joint, um, rival collection, right? But um, like it's just for me. So if I don't do it, it doesn't affect anybody. You know what I'm saying? I don't make any money off of this. I don't get any. I don't get any fame. Like, nobody knows me. Nobody's reaching out to me. Um. So that's why I was like, guys, I'm just not doing it for a while. Cause why not? It's my choice. It's my it's my podcast. And that's when he came to me. He was like, man, you just, just keep doing it. But that's the kind of circle I think you want to be in. You want to be in the circle where people are saying, hey man, why why are you not progressing? You were doing good, and then you just stop doing it. And there's certain times, even I guess with professional podcasters. There's times where you just can't do it or you put out a, a low quality one because of the circumstances and everything. But um uh that circle is what you want. You want people to go, yo, what what's going on with it? And trying to push you. And that's what he did. You know what I'm saying? And I thought about that. I sat on that for a while. Um, I sat on that for a long time. And then uh, you know, like right now, I guess I'm I'm talking to y'all about it. But, um, yeah, he says, like, the gym. You got to get in it. Stay in it. Stay in it. Stay in it. And if the outcome is, you know, something great, it's kind of like you don't know what you're going to get unless you, you know, go for it. And I think that's what was going on with this podcast. There was a time I uploaded every week. But I, things were a lot more steady. And then uh, the more, uh, not volatile, the more uh, inconsistent my personal life was, it affected the podcast. But I don't know, man. I enjoy it. I love doing podcasts. I wish, you know, if anybody worked with me, I love talking, you know. But I just feel like, I feel like no one wants to listen to me talk. Even though, you know, SoundCloud and um, iTunes, you can see people, they, they listen, they download it. But I feel like it's like the, uh, it's like when I saw James Stewart and uh, Malcolm Stewart, basically famous people. That I look at and go, oh man, that guy's famous. He's got a million followers on Instagram, whatever. And you know, I watch them every week or every movie that comes out when they are fans of another popular person to the point where they're imitating them. And I'm thinking, I'm scratching my head, like thinking, but you're famous. But I think that goes into what I think that goes into just how I think. I'm never really impressed with people. You know what I'm saying? I'm never. I'm never in awe of people. I've met famous people, and I'm literally like, "Oh, hey, that's that's Will Smith. Hey, what's up, man?" Just like it's like it's nothing. Just okay, that's a guy. He does, you know, uh, I guess compared to me, he does great things. I don't know. He gets paid twenty million dollars a movie, but compared to me, yeah, he's uh, he's more popular and famous, and he could he could, we could say the exact exact same thing, and he'll get more noted uh, notoriety or uh, whatever it is for saying it, you know. 
and, and that's fine. I, I don't really I ain't thinking about that, but um, that's the kind of thing I look at and I go, that doesn't make sense. You're already famous. How do you? How are you in all famous people? But that's how I think about me. I just go, well, nobody's asking for me. Nobody's asked for the episodes. Who, who cares? You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, he gave me that speech. That's my older brother too, man. So I think those are times where you, you know what I mean? You have to um, be thankful for who you have in your circle. You know what I'm saying? And those are the types of people that you want. They don't have to be family. They just, they just got to be somebody that wants to see you succeed. You know, and I, and when I'm at work, I, I don't do it all the time anymore. But you know, I've been known to just, just give people ideas, just like not ideas, like inventions, but um, simple stuff, man. You know, saving money, investing money, you know, making, um, making long-term moves and and better choices for you, because I think everybody is raised, or everybody in, in my, I guess, income level or whatever. We're raised to think that um, you can't be so selfish. You can't be selfish enough to succeed and do what you want to do. When I was raised and we were raised, I think, to just, you know, graduate from high school and get a job. And you just work at that job for 12 years until you figure out what you really want to do. And then you try to do that. But at that time, it's too late. I'm always telling cats, man, just like this. That's again, that's that's why I started this podcast. That's why I started a YouTube channel before this podcast, because I was just looking around and went, you know, that's what I want to do. This is what I want to do, and this is how I'm gonna do it. And um, the um, the Instagram, Instagram, the uh, my first po- uh, YouTube channel was pretty successful. I mean, I had I think I got ten thousand views on one video, which was again I just uploaded the video, and it just caught fire, and there's ten thousand views. Um, this uh, this podcast has a uh, a couple of episodes. I know one episode for sure has a thousand streams or whatever it is listens, but I'm not. I'm not doing it for that. I do it because I wanted to do it, and if the outcome is popularity and fame or notoriety, that's cool too. But um, yeah. But he, he my brother, do he says it's like the gym. It is. It really is. Because when I was putting joints out every week, man, it was easier. Because I was used to it. It was still a challenge to think up topics and, you know, stay consistent with that. Um, but it was it was uh it was easier as far as getting back in the rhythm. It's the same thing with running, same thing with Govember. You gotta start over every day. I don't care how many miles you've done, I don't care how many episodes you've done, I don't care how many times you've driven to work or, you know, driven to the place that you where wherever your business is, you start over every day. Every single day is a brand new start, man. You can't take anything from yesterday because that's gone. You can't take anything from 10 minutes ago because that's gone. You got to start over every day. So, yeah, man, it's just, I think that's what, that was a pretty good thing, pretty good analogy. But get some good people in your circle, man. You know, you know what you should be doing. Just do it. Don't, don't stop listening to this podcast to do it, but just wait until after the podcast and do it. I need you to I need you to listen to this joint. I may say something that uh that sparks something in you. Um But yeah, a lot of stuff's happened, man. Um Paul Mooney's supposed to be cause this is this is what I don't. So Paul Mooney's supposed to be gay, right? I and mean, that's cool, whatever, right? That's my perspective on it. 
what I never understood, even as a kid, maybe as a kid, I did fall into the, ah, guy's gay, get out of here. But I, I don't, I wasn't raised that way. But uh, the older I got, for sure, I never understood why people care so much if somebody's gay. And I remember saying that um, as years ago. And then the guy I said it to, because we were talking about um, John Legend. So I said something about John Legend's new album or something. And then the dude, the guy I was talking to was like, uh, yeah, you know John Legend's gay. And I'm like, what's it got to do with me, man? The dude made a good song. He he's, he made a good song or sang, sang a good song. And he has good songs in his first album. And the dude, the guy came at me like, like I was gay now. And I'm like, what? They have nothing to do with me liking a product or a person. It has nothing to do with if if I'm my sexuality. I just these, but I think these types of like Paul Mooney and stuff, right? I think those types of headlines, um, that's what we're conditioned to. You know what I mean? For you know, clickbait type of ooh, guess guess what secret I have. But people get wrapped up in that, man. You know, there's interviews on here talking about Paul Mooney having sex with Richard Pryor's son and all this stuff. And I'm just like, so my personal opinion on Paul Mooney, I, I, I don't know. I don't know anybody. I don't know the guy. But if somebody told me he was gay, I would go, yeah, I can see that. Just because his mannerisms, he always kind of talking with his head down and, well, you know, it, it, I can see it. I can see there's no definitive, I guess, how you say it? There's no definitive gay uh, physical actions, I guess. Just because a guy talks with his hands or uh, sucks his lips. and doesn't mean he's gay, but there's a very high chance that person is homosexual in that room if they do that. And to me, that's fine. I don't give a fuck. I got People get wrapped up in that. Oh, you heard it, so and so. Ah, who cares? I think people are oversharing nowadays, man. Oversharing, overcaring, maybe that's what it is. It's like when uh, it's like when Takashi uh six nine was snitching. I'm thinking, man, I haven't seen, I guess, open. Uh, I haven't seen open gangster talk like Takashi, and I, I, I literally. I really just hear his music in passing. I've never bought his album. Um, I think I may have listened to one song. I can't remember what it is. But just from the um, from the lyrics and stuff he was talking about, I, I haven't heard stuff like that since South Central Cartel. Um, specific gang stuff was uh, South Central Cartel, and uh, this was the 90s, listening to that stuff. And everything else after that, you know, hardcore rap and, you know, that's just that's just how people that's how people sell records. But um when he got popped or whatever and he's snitching, it's like eh, what he does, I guess. What would you do? You know? And again, if he had good people in his corner, I mean I don't know, he might he probably does. But people were surprised that he started ratting. I mean, just, just telling on people. And to me, I'm like, ah, that's cool. It ain't me. I always thought that if, um, almost like Pitbull, you want to talk about a, a good example, Pitbull, this dude, 
what do you have on um baseball hat on his first album yeah, baseball hat jersey basketball jersey i think and maybe some let me look this dude up and maybe some basketball shorts man i want a pitbull albums uh and I think I talked about this. I think I talked about this on the podcast before. Yeah, Miami, two thousand four. He, Wikipedia, right? He flipped it. He went basketball. He, he didn't have a jersey on. He had on a, just a t shirt. He flipped it. He was. He did one thing on one album. Got you know famous, popular, whatever. Sold some records. And then every album after that, Mr. Worldwide, tight suits, short pants. But he did it. And that's what I didn't understand and I don't understand it about not every, absolutely every single artist. Outkast kind of did it too. They came out and it was, uh, as it's famously stated, pimping hoes and slamming Cadillac doughs on their first album. And then uh, AT Aliens, Equimini, and then I think they did, uh, they went separate after that. But um, they 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 evolved. They still talk about the same. Like Andre's always talked about the same stuff, right? Um, but they evolved, and that's what I was looking at. Um, when I heard six nine, I just thought, I mean, it's whatever, man. I used to rap. Everybody used to rap, right? But I, I thought, um, why? What are you getting from being? What, what are you getting from talking like this? You know, I I don't understand it because when I used to rap. I just, I I rapped about what I rapped about, like what I saw or, you know what I'm saying? But it seemed like he was overly, it seemed like 6 9 was overly gangster for no real reason because you'll have guys that, I don't know, man. Just, I again, I'm not the demographic. So it was like when I heard, uh, was it Waka Flocka? Yeah, when Waka Flocka first came out, I heard one of his songs, and I'm not a fan of Walker. Oh well, uh, yeah, I guess I can say that. I don't, I've never bought his albums, but I heard Walker's uh, song, um, and I didn't like it. But I absolutely understood why it was a hit. Absolutely, I thought because I, I just I understood music. I used to I used to make music. I used to produce beats. Produce beats. I used to make music. I used to rap, and I was in that circle for probably oh maybe five years hard, right? Uh, so I understood why these songs or why that song was a hit. I didn't agree with it, but I went, oh, okay, I see. I see where that's, I see where that is. Um, I just don't understand why he kept doing it. Why 6 9 just kept, I don't know. But again, I'm not the demographic. I'm older. I don't I think the last last album I bought, I think, was Ghetto Boys, Scarface. The old one, As the World Turns. Oh, no, the world is yours. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was the last album I bought. And this was like six years ago. But yeah, that boy snitching and all right, man, he's trying to, he is like, uh, like with the running, like with me running, he is being selfish now. Only problem with that is he's putting other people in jail. And that's what I think you got to be selfish from the jump. And you have to look at it and go, do I want to roll with these dudes or not? And if you're going to roll with them, roll with them. And there's people that, doing time right now because they wouldn't snitch they wouldn't tell because they accepted the things that they did and they just went well i put myself in this 
because you always have a choice. People say, ah, you don't have a choice. You can die or go with them. Some people say, well, I'll just go with them. And that's cool. But now that you made that choice, you're going to have to, you got to figure it out. Because if you get pinched, it, nobody want to hear that snitching stuff. And I don't know. They're talking about, he's, you got a, talking about 6 9 got a record deal and all this kind of stuff. He might, man. I don't know. I just look at it. I look at it like if you can't, if, if you can't own up to it, why are you doing it? I tell people all the time, like, yo, you are accountable for your actions. Whether you, uh, whether you break a window in a store on purpose or you pick up some trash off the ground and put it in the trash can, you're accountable for those actions. It's your choice or what you do. It's your choice. And uh, I guess, I guess he chose that. And it's wild, man. Cause I don't know. Again, uh, I got nothing to do with that, man. But I just thought it was funny how people kind of shocked at that guy. Uh, that guy just turned state. You know what I mean? It's nuts to me. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so I was on uh so my wife does this stuff online, right? And um let's let's back that up. It's too late because it's recorded now, right? But when people get this is an old, old, old thing I used to do from high school, when people get offended at what you say, think they're specifically talking to you, it's it's not funny, haha, but it's odd to me. So the thing I used to do, <laughs> thing I used to do in high school, right, is uh, I'd be on the bus, and uh, or I'd be in the hallway at school, and I would say something like, "Hey, little ugly, hey, stupid," and whoever turned around, like, no, 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 not you, the other one, just to mess with people, because people think that you're talking to them. They want they they're so antsy or whatever. They're just like, "Oh, I know he ain't talking to me." Well, what if I am, right? But I never was. It's just it was just a joke, a humor I have. So I was um my wife sells some stuff online, right? So she was on she was on there and um I don't know how it came up, but I was talking about I think I was talking about choices and people catching people catching cancer or something like that. Now I said cancer and I, I may have said people being fat or something, whatever. Well it was two things. One of them was cancer, so I was saying that um I was saying that what I said, what are people, I said, what is this a cancer race? You know, if you're, if you're, it was something about accountability for your actions. I said, what is this a cancer race? You know, you got people, what are you out there smoking cigarettes while you're sunbathing with no sunblock on? You, you trying to get cancer. And one of her, um, one of my wife's customers, like took it like I was talking to her. I, and mind you, I don't know any, I probably, I probably know three people out of the thousands she has, right? But um, this lady acted like I was talking specifically about her, and it was, and, and I apologize. I'm like, I'm, I'm not trying to offend you, but um, then she acted like I was specifically talking about her and her family, and I'm like, no. I mean, I apologize, but it, when that when uh, the lady came back up, because again, I don't know the lady, I don't know anything about any of their families, right? 
And when she came up, my mother, my mother, my wife was trying to like, shut up, shut up. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm going to talk this out because I'm not the type of person. I'm not the type of person to, um, to purposely harm somebody. You know what I mean? To offend them. I may, I may like jab at you and throw something in your face because that's, that is what you did. And you thought we forgot about it, but okay, we didn't. But with this lady, man, it kind of bothered me because I'm thinking, um, like, why would she think? So let's let's take a step back. I'm thinking this talk because my wife sells stuff, right? So honestly, I'm thinking, why would that lady think that I would be so uh, blatant as to try to take money out of my wife's pocket? Because it's my wife's thing. Every now and then I'll go in there for a couple minutes, you know, just whatever, uh, just messing around. But I'm thinking, why would that lady or anybody think that I'm trying to take money out of my wife's pocket by offending her customer base? That's not, that's dumb. That's not what I do. That's not, I would never do that. That's not even in my, that, the people that I cannot stand, I wouldn't do that to them, right? It's just not in my character. But uh, but the lady got offended, and uh, she uh, I think she said something twice, and I eventually got you know kind of got through it. But I wanted her to know. I mean, I apologize to the lady, but I wanted her to know like, no, I'm not, like, not who cares. But I don't. It's not like I had insider information. I'm gonna go. Oh, oh, watch this. I'm gonna crack this type of joke, and then it's it's gonna hit that one. No, man. It's just odd to me that people um. The people get so get so wrapped up in their life, and I understand it, right? But and I understand it, and I think that um, it's just people's personalities, right? I have I haven't had a whole bunch of stuff going in my life, but if somebody says something about you know drug abuse, and they're like poking fun at it or using using drug abuse as an analogy for something else, I think I would I think I would understand it, but I I surely wouldn't go. You know, don't you talk about my uncle like that? What? I don't, I don't know your uncle. I, these are jokes. These are I'm just passing time. But um, I just thought that was I thought that was wild, man. That um, that that lady, that lady really thought I was talking about her. It kind of uh, it doesn't frustrate me or make me mad or anything. But I just kind of go, why, why would you? I don't know. That's the. It, it was like it's like what my mother used to tell me when I was a kid. She, you know, some you get into a fight at school, and they be like, "Ah, your mama," and then you fight them. And then my mother told me one day, she was like, "Don't nobody, none of them kids know me. They can say whatever they want, but they don't, they don't know me. There's no, there aren't, there aren't any facts that they're saying." And after she said that, I went, "Ah, oh, yeah, you're trying to be disrespectful." And I feel like it's the same way. And I wasn't. And that the other thing about this cancer joke or whatever it was, I wasn't. I wasn't making fun of him. I wasn't saying, and I think I said it on her uh, when she was when she was uh, recording. I, I wasn't saying that, hey, stupid. That's why you got cancer. You're stupid. No, 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 no. That's that's not what I do. Oh, it was about. It was. Uh, I'm trying to think of the dang old topic. It was about. Um, man, not accountability, but um. Um. Oh man, I can't think of it. Accountability, repercussions, disrespect. Man. Oh, it was about judgment. That's what it was. 
somehow the topic of judging people came up. Oh, it may have been about uh, Govember, because and that's the other thing. Like with Govember, like I don't care if you if you only run ten feet. I don't. That's good. You did ten feet. And I think that's what it was about. It was about judging people, and that's why I said something about you know if if you do these things, and that's where my brain went to. If you do these things, and it results in that. I'm not judging you if you smoke a bunch of cigarettes while you sunbathe for 10 hours with no sunblock on, you, you know, you don't take any breaks. I'm not judging you, but if you get cancer, then that that came from your actions. And that's what it was about. It was about judging people. And look, that's the way my brain works. I just look at it and go, well, the complete opposite. If you, um, you know, people get cancer from everything now, but I'm thinking, well, if you, if you get diagnosed with cancer or any medical thing, right? Sickness, illness. And then you say, well, all right, I'm going all plant-based. Nothing but broccoli, jalapenos, squash, cucumbers, chickpeas. That's all I'm eating. And then you go back to the doctor a year later, or, you know, you get these checkups throughout the year and the cancer is recessed. I think that's what it's called, but it goes away. Your actions, your actions now created an outcome later and um and that's all i was saying it was just it wasn't about it wasn't about judging people like i just judging people i look i do look at people and i say well i think it's just my the way my brain works and you know people say you know this is messed up i mean this kind of my lifestyle is like this and um my wife has hit me with it too i said well why don't you change something i'm not judging you you Everyone is where they are in life because of choices they made. And I don't care what people say. My parents did this and my boyfriend, my girlfriend, my wife, my husband, and my job, I got laid off. Ah, You are in the spot right now because you chose choices that you made have you end up here. They ended, they got you right here. Now that you see them and now that you, or now, or now you see where you are, and you understand that you don't want to be there anymore. You have to start making choices. And that, and the best part about it is now it's all on you. You can have one leg and whatever. You're going to catch the bus. So you're going to hop faster because you can't run. Like th- you have to make these choices to make your life better. And um, I just, I don't know, man. I just, I think, I think that's just how I look. That's how I look at stuff. Again, it goes back to even this podcast. I just said, man, I like to talk. Let's do a podcast. What's it going to be about? I don't know. What's the name going to be? It's going to be Garage Cast. And then I'm going to change it. And it's going to be this. Why is it going to be that? I don't know why it's the Armand Harker Project. I have theories. The Armand Harker Project is... I. So I am the project. So the Armand Harker Project is like this umbrella thing. I don't know what it means. You want to talk about... Uh, you want to talk about some rough times. Try to get a logo where your podcast doesn't have a theme. It's, no, it's not comedy. It's not finance-based. It's not um, real estate-based. It's not uh, cooking, language-based. It's nothing. It's just whatever I want to talk about, however often I want to talk about it. And people trying to make me logos and things, it's, it's rough. You know what I'm saying? It's really kind of, and even, even me trying to do merchandise. I've had T-shirts. I have pop sockets. But most people that have a product, merchandise anyway, there's a theme behind it. It's rough. It's rough without anything like that. But yeah, man, 
Back to that judgment thing. It just bothered me, though, that that lady thought that I would purposely try to do that. And, and here's the best part. You go to any store. You go to Finish Line. You go to Kentucky Fried Chicken. You go to Ruth's Chris. You can go to um, you go to Shoney's in South Carolina. You can go anywhere. And 99 times out of 107 times you go, the service is great. The product is great. You enjoy yourself and you move about smartly, right? And then those, uh, what's it, 99 to 107? Those other times, I don't want to do math, it's late. Those other times, the experience isn't as good. You have a choice uh, to ever, to uh, you have a choice to go to that place again, right? Or just not go to it at all. Um, but I think most people, reasonable people, they'll look at it and say, well, it was a bad day. Uh, you know, there were 17 buses of kids at this restaurant or, you know, it was during the holidays so all the people were in the stores. Yeah. But there's times where um, I think there's times where you have to look at it that way. But some people, they just uh, they just don't look at it and think. It's all about them. And I've seen it through all of my years of life. I've seen it. Um, there was just a post on uh, on Facebook about uh, those uh, Popeye's chicken sandwiches. And somebody called them like trash can sandwiches. Because in the back, there's this trash can. And then the, uh, there's a trash can and the tray. And there's a bunch of sandwiches. The dang, oh. The tray is sitting on top of the trash can. The tray has a bunch of chicken sandwiches, buns on them at least. And um, uh, the post was something like, you know, um, uh, hope y'all enjoying y'all trash can chicken sandwiches or whatever. And I'm thinking, um, and they people are. And I think everybody has to know that all those, every restaurant out there has roaches and rats and mice, right? It's, it's, it's accepted. My concern is that so rude my concern is that people are getting shocked and offended and surprised that these people make a minimum wage who have zero stock in the restaurant they work for um they don't care about the presentation there's nothing they don't want to hide any of that but then i look on the other side and i go y'all going crazy for chicken sandwiches it's a chicken sandwich, man. There was, um, oh, I don't know when it was, but there was a video out there. This lady at Mickey D's, she goes in, lady goes in, she's upset with her order. She comes in the store, slams a little food down, it's a Happy Meal and some stuff. And the manager, I think she was turning over uh, with another manager or whatever. The manager is out there. So the lady is, you know, she's she's pretty upset, right? And then she daggone throws, uh, she takes one of the bags or something and throws it at the manager, I guess hits the manager. <laughs> the manager takes a coffee pot, dude, or uh, I think it was a coffee pot, a coffee machine, and think pops that lady in the daggone head. And then later on, the, the lady who got, the lady, the customer, is on the news playing the victim. And I'm just thinking, and I think the, uh, the manager lost her job, I think. Um, but I'm looking at it thinking, 
It's McDonald's, man. What what not again, not that those people that work at McDonald's or any fast food restaurant, right? Even any restaurant. Not to say they're less they're, they're, you shouldn't respect them or their job's not respectable or anything like that. But I look at it and think, what did you expect from McDonald's? You ha- I think you always have to take um kind of a certain angle with it. No different than I just mentioned Ruth's Ruth's Chris, right? When I go to Ruth's Chris and I pay seventeen thousand dollars for a daggone steak and some sweet potatoes with mushroom with mushroom sweet potatoes with marshmallows and brown sugar and it's seventeen thousand four hundred dollars, right? There's a certain expectation for service and environment and all this because I'm paying, I guess, a premium price or something. But when you go to McDonald's. Again, not the not that McDonald's workers are, are are useless. There's a there's a supply and demand when it comes to that. But I think this is the way I and this is how I look at it a lot. Even when I go to a restaurant, a sit down restaurant, I always think, man, maybe today isn't their day working there. So I never, um, I never get upset. I never. I try to be as um, as level headed with any not complaint, but Anything that happens, or I ordered, you know, pickles, whatever it is, I try to be as calm as possible because I, I've been in those shoes before. But I know that everybody has different breaking points, man. And if that lady would have came in there with her receipt in her bag and says, hey, and I don't know what the original problem was, right? She says, hey, um, I'm supposed to have three French fries. It's only, you know, it's only one. I'm certain that here's a receipt. I'm certain that manager would have said, oh, sorry about that, ma'am. Uh, I got some fresh ones coming up. Boom, boom, boom. Here's your three fresh fries. You need anything else for the inconvenience? And the lady probably would have said, nah, and I'm out. You go, you keep messing with these people making minimum wage, overstressed, overstressed at the job, then their personal life, and then you come in here mad about a cheeseburger. That's what that lady gets, man. She gets all the coffee. All the tea, as they say, with this gossip stuff. But I just never understood people like that, man. You getting upset over this. It's Mickey D's, man. Again, go in there like a daggone adult, and you should be able to walk out with what you want. That's that's the thing. And knock on wood, right? I've been pulled over by police officers. I've had problems at restaurants. I have a normal conversation. And I remember specifically uh, here... Went to a restaurant. We, me and my wife and the family, we always used to go there. It was like it was a spot because it was never crowded. It'd be busier, but it was never crowded, and um, they had good food. So we went there one day, and I can't remember. I, I want to say we left, but we went there one day, right? And the um, the waitress was just out of it. She was, uh, she was not rude, but just abrasive and kind of short. And she asked us for our drinks and all that stuff, and and uh, she left. And I asked my wife. I says, "Is she kind of like got an attitude, like something?" And then the way my brain works is this: Well, she chose to work here, and she's probably upset because of the conditions at her employer's. Uh, she's she's upset about the conditions at the, her place of employment. That's her problem. 
when she comes out here to greet the customers, it should be she should be impartial, right? But she wasn't. She seemed very agitated. And I think we left. I want to say we left. But my point with that is we, as customers, made a choice. Because I want to say it was just me and her, me and my wife. But uh, you can make a choice. You can say, I don't want to deal with this. Or, you know, it's my last time coming here. Um, but the thing is, I didn't give her attitude back. Waitress was going through some stuff or whatever. And it's like, all right, okay. Yeah, give me a lemonade, whatever, cool. Um, but what I was saying, all through my life I've seen this. I've seen where, oh, man, Cincinnati, Ohio, Frishes. Ooh. That hot fudge cake joint. Ooh, a big boy. Um, fries. Uh, I've seen plenty of people kind of arguing with the arguing with the worker. This is the worst. This is the worst service. I'm never coming back here. Blah 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 blah. All while I'm sitting behind them, getting my order on time. The lady comes up two fifty seven. I walk over there. Yes, ma'am. Boop. Take my little meal, and I'm out of there. But you'll see people that do that all the time. Upset with the service that they pay for. You knew it's Frisch's, it's McDonald's, it's Burger King, it's Pizza Hut. That's the kind of service you're going to get. And again, I'm not saying that I'm not trying to disrespect those workers. But there's a difference. If you pay, if you got a person making a minimum wage, right, in an establishment that doesn't kind of upsell the, the, um, the environment, Right, because the, the cats at Ruth Chris they probably make minimum wage too, right? But the environment is up; they, they upsold it, right? Um, you can't, you can't, you can't go in there mad. And if you want to not work, or if not, if you want to not um, spend your money there, then don't. You want to know uh, the best way to show some some company that you ain't fucking with them no more. Stop spending your money. Stop spending your money there. It's uh, documentaries on YouTube about it, about Walmart's moving into cities. And what happens is the local pat, local cats, the grocery stores and the pharmacies, they get pushed out. And then the people that have been living in that neighborhood, neighborhood, the li- people that have been living in that city for 30 years, they go, why did they close down? Why did they, uh, Walmart's just over there, they ain't bothering nobody. You voted with your dollars to keep that Walmart there and put that other store out of business. If you're unhappy with the service at the fast food spot, at the rib shack, wherever, you can, you, I give it to you. You can voice your opinion because it may be something so specific that you want to talk to management or whatever it is because some, at some time, at some, at sometimes it is an employee thing. Again, the spot we went, me and my wife went to, that's the only waitress I've ever encountered there. The many times we went all the time. Only waitress that ever was mad or anything. So again, it may be just her. Now, if it's overall, if it's the management, if it's the uh the cleanliness of the place, regardless, you vote with your dollar. You cast a vote every single time. I hate this place. Y'all ain't nothing anyway. If 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 the place isn't if the place ain't shit no way, what are you wasting your time and breath for? Ugh, some people, man. I don't get it, man. But back to my original point about you know 
just I don't know. I think I'm done talking about it. It just amazes me. It, it, I think it amazes me that people don't think like me, but I think that's everybody. But uh, yeah, people get wrapped up on that stuff, man, all all the time. It's always crowded. They even even that work. People, ah, oh, we should do it this way. We should do it that way. You know what? If you just start doing it, and it makes sense at this level, it'll stick. As long as nothing, no law is saying that you can't do it that way, and it's safe or you know whatever it is, just do it that way. I don't know, man. It makes sense to me. Anyway. I think that's going to wrap it up. Um, don't forget to follow me on uh, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Episodes are also on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play Store. You can get all the episodes at Um And that's pretty much it, man. Uh, thanks to the sponsor, uh, The Rival Collection. Go to TheRivalTheCollection.com. Use the discount code uh, AHP20. Get 20% off your total order. They got all the athletic stuff, all the sweatshirts, the wrist wraps, the water bottles, the compression shorts, all of it, man. All of it over there. Uh, make sure you go over there and check them out. And, um, oh, one last thing. No, no, no. I'll say that for the next episode. But uh, thanks for listening. And I'll see you guys next time.